Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about your future self. Hello, my friends. What's up? Welcome to the podcast today. Today is part two, and we are talking about your future self. Now, if I sound a little bit distracted at all throughout the podcast, or you hear some background noise, my husband is in the other room, and my baby is giggling constantly right now. (laughs) So, happy baby sounds in the background is kind of fun. But, we're talking about future self. And last week, if you didn't get a chance to listen, we talked about kind of your past and how that relationship with who you used to be could be playing a role in your anxiety today and how shifting that could empower you. And today we're going to talk about the other component, which is your future self. Now, one thing I want to mention high level is I think when we are often very focused on our past self, what that can lead to sometimes when we're really focused on the past is when we experience more of a depressive state where we feel really low, we feel really stuck because we're focusing on past events that um, feel out of our control or we feel um, hopeless with. Whereas our future, when we're worrying about things that we can't control, things that haven't happened yet, that can lead to more of that anxious or hyper aroused kind of physical state. Um, Now, obviously, it's not totally the case, but I think the relationship with our past self, often working on that can help heal and work through some feelings of depression. And working on this relationship with our future self will really be key in helping with anxiety. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Again, I think it's very fitting going into the new year to think about your future version of you. So I want you to think about what your relationship is to your future self. So if we were to imagine or describe who you think or imagine your future self being, what would it it look like? Do you envision someone who's strong, who's capable, who loves wholeheartedly, someone who trusts? Or do you picture someone who gets hurt, someone who falls apart? And whatever you imagine, you to notice is in what ways do you show up today for your future self? So many of us, when we are anxious and we are anticipating getting hurt, we're anticipating there being pain, in the future. So we start overanalyzing, we start um, asking reassuring questions, we start really getting in our heads, we start trying to prepare because we think there is future pain ahead and anxiety believes our future self can't handle it. Anxiety will sell us on there is this 
big catastrophe, this horrible, awful thing ahead that you can't deal with. It'll over-dramatize how hard the thing is, and it will also underestimate your future self. Say, future you cannot deal with this. They cannot handle it. And so the way we show up is we try to protect our future self. We lack trust in our future self. We think they can't deal with hard things. Future me can't do hard things in life, in a relationship. And so I'm going to need to really make sure she's safe. I'm really going to need to protect her because she is not strong enough to deal with hard things. Many of us with anxiety, that is our relationship to our future self. We lack that trust in a future version of us. We don't believe in a future version of us. And so we show up from a place of control in this moment to keep future us safe. So this is the place we operate from. This is the place we make all of our decisions Our brain will sell us on this worst case scenario and how hard and horrible things are going to be for your future self. And so we operate from a defensive, protective place. Now, this can also even come in hand with hard things from our past, hard things that our past self has dealt with that we haven't healed and we haven't processed is our brain will then project that into the future and say, okay, that hard thing, that hard emotion, consciously or not, we may not remember this, but our brain has stored different painful experiences and our body remembers it. And so we will anticipate and plan for that same pain in the future times 100. So again, our brain will tell us there's going to be like, past self has dealt with this hard thing. It's going to be like that, but it's going to be even, even worse. And so because of this, we operate from a place of lacking belief in our future self. And we make decisions today based on that. We don't allow ourselves to experience connection or be present in a relationship. We don't make efforts to work on ourselves to get the help we need. We operate almost from a Again, because we're assuming we're going to get hurt in the future and our future self can't handle that. And so in a weird way, what our brain will say is the safest thing is to just stay exactly as you are right now. So as uncomfortable as experiencing anxiety is or the place that you are right now, as hard as it might be, is your brain will sell you on right here. This is the safest option making any changes, getting to future you could be really painful. She could get hurt. So let's overanalyze and ultimately let's stay right here. This is in terms of your nervous system. Many of you have heard the time, the term fight or flight. There's also the freeze mode, which is where our body and our nervous system essentially will say, let's just stay right here because We think the future is dangerous. We don't trust future us. But right here, right now, we feel a sense of control. So what this often leads to is we act out of a sense of self-preservation rather than belief. This leads to us staying stuck. 
as Albert Einstein says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. We keep overanalyzing. We keep overthinking. We keep getting mad at ourselves and judging and shaming ourselves for experiencing anxiety. We keep rethinking about a breakup over and over again. And we don't actually do the things that will allow us to become that future version that we want to become. To create that future relationship we want with our partner. Instead, we just operate out of this place of lack of belief because that is what's familiar to us. Your brain would rather stay in familiarity than do the uncomfortable thing and try to grow and change. And that's why so many of us want to work on and want to improve and want to change this, but yet on the same other hand, we kind of don't because it is unfamiliar to our brain and we don't trust future us. So rather than operating constantly from this place of lack of belief is can you shift into what is possible for future me? What is possible for me to create? And this is so important. A lot of times I do this on consult calls with clients sometimes as we talk about where they want to get and what their goal is. And so often our brains will get stuck in, here's where I'm at and here's what's awful and here's what's horrible. And we don't think about what is possible for us. I just finished up with one of my clients and we saw so much growth for her within working together. And it was so cool to see her go from, you know, constantly a lot of nitpicking, a lot of overanalyzing to that being very minimal for her. And starting out, it required believing and thinking about the possibility of this. Because if my client just thought, you know what, I'm always going to be someone who nitpicks. I'm always going to be anxious like this. I cannot do anything about this. Like, future me can't change. It's not possible for me to change. She would not have been willing to take the steps to grow, to make the shifts that she made. And so a lot of times our brain will just focus on where we're at and where we've been and all the painful hard things. But what is just as important, if not more, is where we want to go, how you want to feel. Like, yeah, maybe in the past we did overanalyze a lot. Maybe in the past we didn't trust ourselves to make choices. In the past we felt insecure in relationships. But that is less relevant than who you want to become, where you want to go. Future you? Does she trust in relationships? Does she love fearlessly? Is she confident in herself and her ability to make choices? What kind of person is she? And believing that that is possible for you, that you can become that. And how do you need to show up in the world? What steps do you need to take today 
in order to support your future self. We almost have to make this shift. Right now, we are very protective in trying to keep our future self from harm. And instead, what we need to do is trust. She can deal with the hard things. She is able to handle hard situations and hard emotions. We don't need to protect her so much. And what can I do today to help her become someone who is capable? To become someone who is more in line with who I want to be. So what is that? And then how do I show up to start creating that? How do I show up today to cultivate more love within my relationship? How do I show up today to trust more, to trust myself more, to trust my partner more? What baby steps can I take towards becoming that more strong, confident person? We need to trust and believe in our future self that she's capable of doing hard things, believe that she is capable of becoming the woman that we want to be or man. And then ultimately is taking the leap of faith to get there. Because so often we don't believe in that future version of us. So we assume the hard things are going to happen. And also we assume that we can't become that person. So we don't take the leap of faith because there's unknown with working on ourselves. There's unknown with stepping into becoming the next level and next version of ourselves. But the crazy thing is once you start believing something's possible for you, once you start believing, hey, I could become confident. I could feel more love. I could doubt myself less. Once we start believing those pieces are available and possible for us, then today we start becoming willing to take that leap of faith into the unknown, doing the work when it might feel scary. I was thinking about how, you know, back in the summer, I just kind of had a place where I hit a rut. I just felt a little bit stuck and I didn't, I felt stagnant. I wasn't in a super low, but I just didn't feel aliveness and excitement like I wanted to. And I had one coaching call that literally shifted everything for me. My coach offered me a new perspective a new belief, a new possibility of what could be available to me. And from that one call, all of these dominoes started shifting in my life. I started seeing all these ways to create, take what was good in my life and make it great, to make it even better. And everything has started to feel more magical, more alive. And I'm creating even more of what I want in my life. And all of that started from my coach helping me believe that that was possible. You guys, new year, do not make goals from a place of stuckness and trying to preserve and protect yourself from pain and believing that you are just going to be miserable and feeling anxiety forever. 
Let yourself believe in what is possible for you. Believe in the life that you want, that that is available to you. And be willing to take the steps towards that, towards creating it. Trust your future self. Trust that she can do hard things. And trust that she is in alignment with the highest and best version of yourself. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Happy New Year.